You're listening to the Freshly Baked Crackers Podcast. Freshly Baked Crackers. With your hosts, Josh Guster and Ian Maxwell. Here is the soup. Intergalactic <laughs> soup, This is the Freshly Baked Crackers Podcast. I mean, that's Does he look like a bitch? <laughs> <laughs> what? Does he look <laughs> like a bitch? No. Then why are you trying to fuck him like a bitch? What? <laughs> yes, you did, no, Brett. No, that's right. Yes, <laughs> you did. And Marcellus Wallace don't like to be fucked by nobody except Mrs. Wallace. Let me ask you something, Brett. You 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 a religious man? This is a passage in the Bible I like to quote from time to time. Ezekiel twenty five sixteen. Dude, I could do that whole <laughs> fucking whole movie. Thing, yeah. The path of the righteous man is beset on all sides <laughs> by the selfish and the iniquities of the, the by the iniquities of the selfish and tyranny of evil men. Blessed is he who shepherds his brother through the valley of darkness, for he or shepherds the weak through the valley of darkness, for he is truly his brother's keeper and the finder of lost children. And I will strike down upon thee with great vengeance and furious anger those that try to poison and destroy our Lord, or our God. And you will know my name is the Lord when I rain my vengeance upon thee. Scene. All right, thank you. How's <laughs> yes, it going, yes, everybody? Yeah. Oof. That was a really butchered uh, <laughs> scene from Pulp Fiction. Um, I can do another one later. I feel bad. You know. Have you ever have you ever seen a race car in the red? <laughs> so oh, you about to blow? Well, I'm a mushroom cloud laying motherfucker, motherfucker. Every time my fingers touch brain, I'm super fly TNT. I'm the guns and the Navarone. In fact, why the fuck am I back here on brain duty? Detail. Goddamn it, brain detail. You the one that shot this N word. <laughs> we switching. I'm cleaning up the front, and you picking up this inward skull. <laughs> How's everybody doing? Fantastic. We're well, back. It's the Fresh Shoot Bake Crackers podcast. We've been recording for a while. Yeah. How are you? Extended Good. hiatus. Better than Marvin. Better than Marvin. Played by Phil Lamar. Phil Lamar. Yeah. Love Phil Lamar. He's everywhere. I just shot Marvin in the face. <laughs> huh. Oh, my God. I just <laughs> shot Marvin in the face. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> like, oh, my God. How do we shoot Marvin? <laughs> Um, but we are back, everybody. We're outside. We're doing another one of our outside podcasts. It's beautiful yeah. in St. Louis tonight. Not hot as fuck for Not once. hot as fuck Not for raining once. yet. Not raining. That is, oh, by the way, that's Andy. Yeah, Andy's here. Andy's hey, Andy. here tonight. Um, really, we should have had the mics on for the past hour. We've been just sitting yeah, out here bullshit, and it's been yeah. pretty fucking hilarious. But missed you guys. Yeah. I hope you guys missed us. We'll be back with more. And also, I just want to go out of my way right now to say... To every to the second group of people who won a free T-shirt on the podcast on the Facebook page, I'm sorry you haven't gotten them yet. That is not has nothing to do with what we think about you as fans or how much we appreciate you being involved in the thing. It speaks more about me as a person and uh, just becoming a dad and working a lot of hours. And I just yeah, fuck. I'm sorry. I got no good excuse. I, I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, uh, so I swear to Christ on the cross that I will get you guys. I'm sending them out Tuesday. My wife took the day off. I have the day off. She can watch the baby. And you can I can go mail some shit. t-shirts. Yes. yes. So I will mail you guys all these t-shirts this week. I swear to you. But anyway, we're back. 
Um, the last thing we did was our first Preacher cast, yeah. which we'll be back next week with another Preacher cast. Have you been watching Preacher, Andy? I have not. Oh, okay. I need, I need to get there. Um, yeah. Andy's leaving the podcast. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Click <laughs> off. Shut it down. Um, no, it's really great. Yeah. And uh, if you check it out, maybe you can come on to one of the Preacher casts and talk with us and Jalen. Jalen does the Preacher cast yeah. with oh, us. So. Nice. I hadn't, I hadn't listened to it yet. Um, yeah, so we do it from, th- like, we have different perspectives. We have Ian, who is familiar, who's read the comics, but it's been, it's been quite a while. A while. Me, who I've read it before, but I'm currently rereading it as the show is on, and then Jalen, who's never read the comics. So, so that's a good dynamic. Yeah. We all sit together and watch it, and then we do an episode and talk about it. And uh, we just did one so far, but we're due for a new one this yeah. week. So a lot of stuffs happening. Kind of wanted to build some information up. Yeah, it's uh, it's when we when, like I said when we do have a baby and stuff, it's hard for us to get together for a 15 minute episode just to talk about one episode of Preacher. Yeah. So it makes more sense to watch a few and have it more over. Arch. But it's it's fucking awesome, dude. You yeah, really, it's a really great should show. check it out. I think you'll like it. What's, so what's it on? Uh, AMC. AMC. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, it's it's their new. It's gonna. They got. I uh, got a second season, by the way. Oh, awesome! It got. Uh, which shouldn't uh, shouldn't blow anybody away for the numbers it's pulling. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's pulling doing really, fucking, really great. And it's going up against Game of Thrones yeah. on Sunday nights, and it's still pulling really good numbers. So they, uh, it's the second biggest show on TV yeah. on Sundays. So they it's gave it a fucking entertaining, season. and and that's one of the things, bec- especially because of the source material. It's it's yes. different as fuck, and like, dude, it, <sighs> Andy, it's so different. It's such a cool concept, and the characters. There's a guy yeah. named Arseface who's tried to blow his, who tried to kill himself, <laughs> and now has a face that looks like an asshole, <laughs> and he's on television. Yeah. Oh boy, it's great. You know, not since How I Met Your Mother have we seen something so. <laughs> So genre bending and <laughs> envelope pushing. Um, I joke. I was actually a very big fan of How I Met Your Mother. Yeah. So I don't give a fuck. I'm, I don't care anymore. I don't care anymore. I, I, I didn't, I didn't I like make it all the way to the mother, cool. though. I didn't. Yeah, I, I gave up on the last. I season. did. I watched it on Netflix. Yeah. Later on, yeah. I watched the first couple episodes, but didn't like. You know what I really thought was cool about that show at certain points is, um, and I, when it happened, I wouldn't like it. I wouldn't like, but like. Some of the heavier moments on that show, like yeah. Marshall losing his dad, yeah, right. and stuff like that, like that was a that was fucking very weighted heavy against a very light show, yeah, a very show. It's stupid. And, it's and already sitcom-y a sitcom, but it's goofy. a goofy sitcom too. Yeah, yeah definitely. But anyway, um, you've tuned in to the How I Met Your podcast. <laughs> We're going to be talking about every episode of How I Met Your Mother. We're now in episode three, season one. So. I think Barney's going to be a good character. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think Neil Patrick Harris is neat. Um, no, what has been going on? What have, uh, I mean, obviously when Andy comes, we usually talk a lot about music. Is there anything that you've been listening to or seeing? Or do should we have the Lufest debate? We, yeah, we could have our Facebook fight again, yeah. which was not really a fight. No, not a fight a, at all whatsoever. Discussion. Yeah. Just a disagreement of, of, of a lineup. Let's just, get, <laughs> let's just talk about that. Let's, let's we can like, talk about instead it. of hinting on it and then talking about it later. <laughs> um, so, Lufest, we've covered it before in the past. It is yeah. um, a, a medium sized two day uh, weekend music festival. It's, right. not, uh, it's not a camping festival. No. Or like, a, you know, it's not a Lollapalooza, like a multi stage. There are multiple stages, yeah. but it's not. I don't. Th- what do they cap Lufest at? Thirty thousand? Something oh, like thirty, I have, thirty-five. I have no idea. I do, they, do they cap it? It doesn't usually sell out. I don't think. No, uh, it did in the Outcast year. Okay, which makes it sense. Sold, yeah, there was um, that year was really strange because the festival was empty. 
Did until, you go to the year fest? The, yeah, it was great. Year? Yeah. And then Sunday, all of a sudden, about like four, three o'clock, all of a sudden, like well, there are a lot more people at yeah, this festival got, all of a sudden. Yeah. <laughs> because like for Mowgli's and stuff like that, like we've walked up to the front of the stage. There was right. even stuff on the main stage that we could walk up to the front Pretty stage Pretty much, on. as long as you came up the side a little bit. Yeah. Yep. Um, black helicopters. Black helicopters. Oh, no. oh God. Federales. <laughs> um, but once Outcast came in, there was a lot of people. And there were a lot of people around Lou Fest that weren't in the festival, just like in lawn chairs waiting See, I'm for not, I'm not sure if I realized how crowded it got because I got up front. Well, we Right. We were up really close. We were up really but close. But I remember towards the end of the day. And, I mean, um, how do we – I'm just going to say it. Like, um, it was a fucking – Indie rock jam bands. There's jam Last bands. Year, there's man. indie rock. There's a lot of that kind of stuff. Fucking white ass music festival. Yep. And then all of a sudden, about three o'clock on Sunday, a ton of black people came. <laughs> you know, and I don't mean yeah. that. In, I don't mean that in a negative way. It no. wasn't like I mean. I mean it like. And then a ton of black people came. Like <laughs> right. was, then the fucking party the got party real. Started, Not yeah. like oh, and then it like. Oh, I, didn't I mean really. The bad way. I really uh, experienced like the. I mean, in, like the good way, like and like because they showed up to party, right? But like there was definitely people that came just for outcasts, right? The point right. I make it. And there were people that year that didn't come for the whole festival that didn't care about seeing. Uh, lettuce. Cake. Lettuce wasn't there, but you know what I mean? Cake. Yeah. I think lettuce <laughs> no, was there. Lettuce was there. Lettuce was there the next year. Oh, okay. Because, right? Oh. Wasn't Outcast? No. I I think they were the same year. I, I, I think, I think, I think, it's I think the you're same right, year actually. Too. So there probably were people there for lettuce. Lettuce is so fucking lettuce good. Is lettuce is coming to the great. pageant, by the way. We should oh, go. yeah, we should. We should go to Lettuce and Two Nights at Umphreys. But, uh, yes, yes. But this year's line. So every year, my wife and I go. This would have been our fifth year, fourth year. And uh, we bought our pre-sale tickets when they're super cheap right. and the lineup came up and I sold my tickets on StubHub immediately. And I can't, I think it's the best lineup. And Andy can't around. wrap his fucking head around it. Also, uh, yeah, Andy, if you know anybody who wants another ticket, I'm trying to sell mine too. I'm, I'm also not stoked. Uh. You can use my StubHub account and I'll sell it for you if you want yeah, me to. Yeah, yeah, that would rule. Cause I'd, yeah. We won't get the money till September when they send us the emails. But oh, yeah, that's my, Mine's yeah, sold fine. and spoken for, so. Sweet. Um, the thing is, like, and now that I know more about what happened, it makes a lot more sense. Like, they lost a headliner. I didn't even... What, what, who was that? Guns N' Roses. Yeah. yeah. Dude, I would no go... No thanks. I, I would at least have been fun. It would have been like, worth $60, especially the videos I've seen from the tour this year. I, I don't even like Guns N' Roses. I don't either. I've never owned a Guns N' Roses album. I've never purchased Guns N' Roses Spaghetti Incident music. fucking rules. It's their I, cover albums. The only thing I like. And I just remember I like that coming out. At, with I remember Disc Jockey, that being a big deal. And I remember, like, Manson having songs on it. Oh, right. <laughs> there was like, They covered a couple of Charles Manson songs or something on the Spaghetti Incident. Right, yeah. And I remember, th- I remember seeing that on MTV. But, like, I don't give a fuck about Guns N' Roses. <laughs> I don't care about Guns N' Roses at all. I would go to Lou Fest this year if Guns N' Roses was one it of the headliners. It would be a fucking party. I would not have sold my tickets. But it makes sense now to look at like one of his head, his openers is now one of the headliners, Chris Stapleton. Yeah. That's the guy that's opening a lot of Guns N' Roses shows. Is he really? Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Yeah, I thought Guns so Guns N' Roses are getting opened by Chris Stapleton, uh, Skrillex at one show. Yeah, that's right. A lot of shows, Lenny Kravitz is opening. Yeah. <laughs> Um, well, that makes sense. Actually be kind I of can't think. Um, That'd be a real fun show. Fucking Lenny Kravitz Dude, and Guns N' Roses, yeah. Also, Axel is killing it for ACDC. And I, another band I don't like at all. Right. I think ACDC is Nickelback of the 70s. They put out the same album over and over and over again. Like, He's doing an amazing job. Yeah. He can sing the Bon Scott stuff better than Brian could. That's so awesome. So there's that if you're an ACDC <laughs> fan. Yeah. But 
to what happened was, and if you remember when Guns N' Roses first announced that, hey, we're Guns N' Roses and we're back and we're not only we're playing Coachella, we're going to announce a tour. There was a little video that came out and it showed landmarks and said city names and it showed the arch and says St. Louis at one point. When the tour comes out, no St. Louis date. That's kind of weird. Yeah. And then a little the while later. Being is because they had booked, they were, they were getting them. Lufest was the date that was planned to be for the Guns N' Roses show. And then things fell through through the negotiations. But they still have Chris Stapleton, who was their opener at that point in the tour. So everything I've read says that in the in basically through, you know, the fucking fish message boards and people talking around here that are around here for that for Lufest say that. The guys that they know that work in Lufest talk say that it's it's easier at that point to move Chris Stapleton and Lauren Hill up to make three headliners <clears throat> and fill the undercard. It's way easier to book those bands right now. Right. And if you notice, there are more bands. Yeah. There are more bands than there usually are. Definitely. And it's because it's they had a lot of money set aside for Guns N' Roses and they could get a bunch fill more it up with these you, know, you can get a yeah. lot more bands like who like white denim are they playing or you know uh, no but, but like that level of band you can book 20 of them for a fucking guns and roses you yeah know what I mean? so like the card is longer in my opinion but i'm just not into it there's nothing there's nothing there that i really really want to see but except for green sky bluegrass yeah i like green and That's i like it. preservation hall jazz <laughs> band a lot uh preservation hall jazz band's cool yeah, yeah. Buddy, really buddy guys kick ass yeah Oh, I forget Buddy Guy's there. Yeah, I mean, uh, Buddy Guy. Should we have not sold our tickets? I'm teasing. I, the other thing well, is, like, okay. with a baby and with the fact that uh, Saturdays and Sundays are the two busiest days where I work, like, I would have to take a weekend off and get child care. Yeah. And for me, it's just not worth that. Like, I, it's, that's, a, like, a big swing of not making money and spending money. Well, and, like, the bands I just got excited about, that's, like, it. I would probably be excited right. to see Diarrhea Planet. And oh, Diarrhea, Diarrhea Planet. Planet is okay. I mean, but, oh, like, have you seen, heard anything about Diarrhea Planet yeah. live? But they're not, they're still like, and to like me, and Aaron I know Cam, you. But I, I can see you at fucking Broadway can, Oyster Bar can, anytime. You can literally yeah. see Aaron Cam three nights a week yeah. in St. Louis. And they're fucking incredible. They're great. They're fucking incredible. I've, we've played shows with them. They're great fucking nice. people, too. But, like, I know that you don't agree with this, but, like, to me... You have to have. You can't just have sides. You have to have the fucking barbecue. Yeah. You can't just. That's the big thing I for don't me too. Go, I don't go down to Pappy's or down to Bogarts and just get coleslaw. Yeah. And no matter how good the coleslaw is, right. No matter how good the potato salad is, right. No matter how good, uh, you know, whatever you get the side orders is, I still want my brisket. Yeah. So and to me, like, you have to give me give me one headliner. Just one. Give me one good well, headliner. LCD is a headliner. But, but to me, they're not. And like, so that's like, I don't, I don't, I know Daft Punk is playing in my house and all of my friends. I know a couple songs, but like, that's not gonna, that doesn't, that's not gonna get me to take the weekend off. Yeah, same here. And I, and Lauren Hill too, like, she doesn't just, like us going to see her shows. Yeah, so she can so fuck right off. Made, she's said a lot of stuff. Yeah. She's like, I'd rather not play concerts than play concerts for white people. Yeah. And then, but Do, I love her. Yeah. If she comes out and plays the miseducation of Lauren Hill, I would. <laughs> I'll, go, I'll go sit out away she, from Lufest and listen to that. And that is what she it. does, but it's 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 different. I yeah. saw, mm-hmm. saw her Bonner a couple years ago. It's, it's different. They've jazzed everything up. It's not, yeah. It's not as it's weird. It's less hip hoppy. It's huh. especially but, and, and that's another thing. Like that's going to be something like I want to hear my recognize. I want to hear. You know that thing, do wop right. the way I know it. I don't want them to be like, well, here it is, kind of Nina Simone style. <laughs> Great and all, right? But there's some like acts, like, like when you go, like when when Rush does a tour, they're not anymore. But when Rush would do a tour, and you go up and like, I don't want to hear the new fucking album, guys. Right? Play goddamn Limelight, <laughs> okay? 
We came all the way here. You're a band from the 70s. No one cares about this album that you made 40 years in your career when you guys are not the same as when you were hungry 26-year-olds. Like... We'll play a couple tunes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, like... We'll make it the whole show. You though. go see a Dave Matthews Band concert and they got a new album come out. You're going to hear a couple new tunes. Right. It's not the whole second half of the show. We're yeah. going to play the new album cover to cover. It's like... Nah, wha- <sighs> Aerosmith did that too when I saw them. People leave. Yeah. People um, take off. It's like, why don't you well, guys, and again, at like, least do a first set when and talking then finish about, with greatest uh, hits? <laughs> like something. the festival thing, like we, it was the same argument that we had about uh, Billy Idol from last year. Yeah. You know, versus the Ludacris show, that idea that like, you know, you get really excited to see this thing. It is something that's a festival, so not everybody's there to see Billy Idol, so they don't really give a shit. You don't have those r- rabid hardcore fans. It's not mm-hmm. like you're going to a show. You know, so yeah, it's nice to have. And that, I've heard like, a lot of musicians talk about that. They're like, like, you definitely there's a specific there's a festival set. Yeah. You know, if you're a right. band that plays, we're gonna play our approachable music. We're trying to we're trying to gain fans. Yeah, exactly. Now, music festivals aren't necessarily for your fans. I mean, your fans are gonna go. They're oh, they're totally. hoping to get their name out there. But like, they that's, want that's because because mm-hmm. those aren't real fun things to play. Sure. Right. I mean, you're playing in the day when it's hot. When yeah. Used, you know, you're. The, there's all the weather messes with your instruments. Yep. I mean, you're playing against people. Yeah. Yep. There's, yeah. there's other stages going on. It's not like when you're, even if you're playing clubs, like the club is your club tonight. Right, exactly. And everyone here is going to watch you. The opening act or whoever else is on that guard that night is not playing the same fucking time. But then time when, you're you a, when you're a band like the Mowgli's, too, and we, I, I kind of watched it happen, the Mowgli's came and played Lou Fest mm-hmm. and then started stacking shows here. They right. immediately were like, okay. And now they played, last year they played for free on the th- uh, 4th of July. Oh, yeah. Um, which I wish I would have been able to go to that. But yeah. um, but it, they also played the Ready Room last year as well. Sure. Yeah. So. Yeah. But, like, the fact that they, obviously there's a demand for them here if our local, like, 4th of July celebration is out there looking to right. book them. You know right. What I mean? And I like, think they are definitely a band that made their name at festivals. I, yeah. Yeah. And there's a lot of bands like that. There's there's a lot of Tame Impalas out there that got yep. out there and fucking played in front of as many crowds as they could and right. built. That's what the dead did. Yeah. You know, no one you get fucking... That word of mouth. That's what Fish did. No one fucking knew who Fish was outside right. of the fucking Vermont. They, they weren't on MTV. They weren't on the radio. You right. weren't get those songs played on the radio. No. I understand that people don't like the band I like. <laughs> I, I totally understand it. I'm not... It, it doesn't surprise me. I like Bob Dylan and Fish. People hate Bob Dylan. Or they love him. People like... Yeah, there's not, there's not, not anything in between. No, right. it's one or the other. Yeah. And people... There's no like... There's very few people who are like, oh, fish are okay. It's <laughs> right. either like, I have oh. a fish tattoo, <laughs> or I don't have, I don't want to go to that. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's too much. I don't know. I'm, I'm in that in between. You, but you're, you're, you have to admit, Andy, you are the exception, not the norm, in a right. lot of situations. Right. Um, but like, so I understand, right? You know, I don't know where I was going. I lost my train of thought. I can't do that quite a bit. <laughs> What, what, you, what, you, the, want, you want the bands to play their 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 hits at, uh, at the show. Not it doesn't have to be a greatest hits show, but at least don't skip them. Yeah, don't skip something that's important. Right. You know, like even if you're like when you go see the Rolling Stones, if they don't play Satisfaction, they didn't do their fucking job. <laughs> right. Like there's a certain part of this being a creative art endeavor, and there's also like you're also entertainers. It's performance, and yeah. you're here to perform and entertain a crowd. <laughs> a player. You're also you're not you're you know you're also not Seeger Rose. Right. Okay. Right. So don't you're not that avant-garde and artsy. 
So show up and fucking play Santeria if you're goddamn sublime. I don't want to hear the new songs with Rome. Right. Play a couple of them. You can pepper them in there. But I want to hear. The sublime show was fucking great. I want to hear the. I better hear, you know, fucking April 21st, 1992. Right. I better yep. hear Pawn Shop. Yep. You better play me Santeria. I want to exactly. hear what I got. I want to hear fucking Date Rape. You better play <laughs> right. all those Bradley Knoll songs. And then, sure, if you're playing those, I'll, yeah. I'll check out well, the other stuff. And then if I like it, I'll be like, you know what? And that's how it's worked for me in the past. You like, especially when you see a band you don't know very well, but you only know a few of their hits. Right. If you fucking throw those in there in the right thing and you keep me captivated, then in the low moments of stuff I don't know, I'm going to be still be paying attention and be like, back in the days of not downloading and shit, I'd be like, you know what? The Navigators, this band that I've never fucking heard of before that's opening for Mofro, like, they played a couple covers and kept me fucking into it knowing right. that we're in blueberry hill in the basement and they're the opening act no one fucking knows who they are right and they did that enough that i paid attention to a couple of their songs and bought their cd before i left nice you know what i mean like yeah. keep you if, captivated if you're not well, there's well definitely known gotta be a balance i mean because they got it i mean because i kind of like seeing hearing the other stuff a little I like because uh, especially it's weird though when it's really different, like the Billy Idol stuff that right. sounded like Blink One Eighty Two, and you're just like, you, at some point you really try to pander to a new, like a pop punk crowd, yeah. which is fine. I would rather him just do Doors covers. Yeah, that he's, would be fucking great. It's so awesome that to this day he's just like, listen, I was a fucking friend of Jim Morrison. <laughs> all right, I'm gonna play a fucking dual song every night. All right, fuck yeah, fuck off, right? <laughs> That's his line. His line yeah. from the Doors movie is, yeah, fuck off, right? <laughs> it's just so great that he was he's was like one of Jim Morrison's best friends. Yeah. They yep. were super close, and to this, and I didn't know it until we saw him. And I looked it up. I was like, oh, he plays a Doors song every show and has <laughs> since Morrison died. <laughs> since he died, he does not play live. Like, you can find, like, him playing on, like, an, like Kimmel. Right. And it's like, if they do more than two songs, he plays a Doors song. There's a cover in there. Like, that motherfucker loved his friend and, th- and, <laughs> and throws him a song every fucking show. That's awesome. Which is cool. A cool cover is is a big. Cool, you have to have a you have to have a cover up your sleeve if you're going to play at a festival. I almost feel like too. I feel like I feel like like an out there cover, like if you're a bluegrass band and you show up and play like like Royals by Lord Lord out <laughs> right. of nowhere, and, but it's like super fast and right. there's crazy banjo solos over, and you're like, oh fuck, and then you're like okay or something yeah better, something that, better that, than Royals. That a person better, who's right. there because their friend likes the band yeah. is like, oh, I know this. Yeah. And it's it, and it ties them to is it a little bit. Is this In Your Eyes by Peter Gabriel? <laughs> I mean, that's like, this is cool. And that's then like one of the, the things song. Cake's always done. Yeah. You know, they've always incorporated covers and they do War something pigs. different. I mean, like, yeah, War Pigs, uh, even fu- Sad Songs and Waltzes, like mm-hmm. a lot of some of their bigger songs are I fucking cover songs. I Will Survive. The biggest yeah. song. You know what I mean? It's like, More people know I Will Survive than The Distance. Yeah. Of course, I Distance mean, had, a, uh, had a music video. But he, oh, I loved it. Those two people right there. Fucking great. And it is kind of weird because I'm not a big fan of covers like in general, like recorded uh-huh. covers, but I love them live. Yeah, I love to hear that. I love a cover if you're doing something with it, and not yeah. just if it's doing something it. Well, yeah, interesting. yeah. Note but, note. yeah. but even in general, it's like yeah, it's it's it is cool to hear that kind of one thing in their catalog where it's like, hey, this is what we love. Or yeah. yeah. You know, so. Especially when it's way different than what you yeah. are as a band. And you get a peek at like what, what really goes on behind their like influence ever, and shit. Have you ever you heard know? Guar play Carry On My Wayward Son? <laughs> See, I saw him on that on uh, 
It's pretty fucking crazy. What that fucking series is? That's so cool. Where they? Uh, they yeah, the uh, covers. It's the. Uh, is it fucking? Um, it's the NPR or no? AB, it's no, it's AB Club. AB Club. Yeah, yeah. AB Club does. Yeah, that, yeah, that so shit is uh, great. And it's, and it's yeah, they've got like a short list. Yeah, yeah. So they get weirder as as the season goes. Because each yeah. name gets crossed yeah. off as a band so picks it. Yeah, some really cool cover. You know all these uh, these videos that have gotten popular now of like someone a girl driving around singing a song or something like that. That all to me started from Nikki Bloom and the Gramblers. And they have van sessions where they would just they would learn gotcha. these songs and in between gigs when they're driving in their van from different like she's driving the dudes are all around her in the van with different instruments like those keyboards that you blow through yeah. and they're playing like uh <laughs> That song, like let's hear it for the boy, and right. stuff like that, and like she's she'll be driving in the van and singing, and they're all playing, like playing the song. It's well. great, yeah. yeah, very very well. <laughs> when there's a drummer back there, there's two guitarists, yeah. there's a guy with a keyboard, and there's a dude who might just sing and clap, yeah, the whole time. <laughs> and a it's great. Percussion. They do like uh, uh, take the money and run, yeah, by the Eagles. They do a bunch of really. Co- and now they're doing that on Kimmel Show, yeah, with yeah. the Roots, yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, they do a lot of that kind of stuff. Oh um, yeah, that's right. Like uh, I forgot about the like the little fucking kids. Toys. Yeah, sometimes. I yeah, yeah. For, I specifically remember the blurred lines one yeah. that they did using the little xylophones and shit. Like, I'm really glad yeah. that song's over. Yeah, aren't you guys? Which one? Blurred, blurred lines. lines. Oh, whatever. Yeah. Robin thing. Yeah, that I'm was gl- so popular. I'm glad that you don't have to go out to places in the world and hear that song anymore. Oh god. I remember Andy and I went to the Americana Rama Music Festival in Nashville, Tennessee, um, the day that song got popular, <laughs> <laughs> and we were just walking around like the that what is it Broadway, the main strip in Nashville. I think so. We were kind of just walking through some of it to get to the festival, and like literally, it was coming out of cars and bars. <laughs> there was a there was one of those bars where everyone pedals and rides around. It's like a big giant bike yeah. bar. Right, yeah. It was playing on the speakers on that. It was just like <laughs> Jesus, and I was like, and I had no idea what the next nine months were going to be like in America. That song stuck around for a while. Everywhere you could be, like you could be at the doctor's office, and a fucking NBA game was on, and it'd be playing yeah. in the background. Like you couldn't get away from. It was that like song. crabs, like musical crabs. It was musical <laughs> crabs. <laughs> Still not gone away. Still, I think it's still in the courts. In they lost their fucking <laughs> yeah. lawsuit. They should stop playing the goddamn song. <laughs> they fucking lost, Woof. all right? Marvin Gaye wrote that goddamn song. Did you see that Zeppelin won? They won somehow. Yeah. Well, the thing is that his defense was, uh, I don't remember most of the people I met during those days. So yeah. he couldn't have remembered that he played with those guys yeah. and that they opened for him. Yeah. I thought that was pretty fucking good, but that works. They were like, the judge was like, well, I guess, I mean, he's pretty fucked up. You know, yeah, he's probably he was, right. He's, he's Robert he's Plant. pretty fucked up. Have you ever seen the stories about him and Jimmy Page? They were <laughs> right, both fucked They were up. fucked up. And it's like, niggas They probably barely song. know who they are. <laughs> He stole that he song. He stole it. <laughs> that riff was, t- it's the same riff. Yeah. I mean, the rest of the song is the same, but like, they should kick the dudes a couple bucks. They're like working at Something, fu- yeah. Those guys are like working at Chick-fil-A. They're not doing great. Don't Spe- use the meh yeah. as the de- defense and win. So what what acts on that lineup are really <clears throat> draws for you on the Lufest lineup? Like you changed me, my mind. For I me, still literally, it's Green Sky Bluegrass, it's Lauren Hill, and... I mean, I think seeing Diarrhea Planet live would be interesting. I think they'd be, but like, yeah. it, that's not enough to get me to take the weekend off. Okay. I mean, I I, I really want to see LCD live. I mean, okay. I mean, it's, and I understand that because I know that they are a huge influential band. They're just not to me. That's right. a personal thing. That's not a. They're a big grit. They're a big get. They're a, they're a Coachella, Bonnaroo, Lollapalooza level yeah. headliner. They're the same. Well, as they getting, did. I think they did. They did do both Coachella and Bonnaroo this year. They're right? doing. They're also doing Lala, aren't they? 
possibly. I think they're they're playing. They're my headline right. in the festival. This is this, but they're, they're me, this summer's Outcast. I, I mean, understand for, exactly. I was gonna say I understand that they're as big of a get as Outcast is. But anyway, go ahead. Um. So I mean, just going down the line, uh, Band of Horses. I've seen them a lot, though. Really? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I've never seen them. Um, They're really good. And especially, the best time I saw them was when they did that co-headlining tour with My Morning Jacket. They oh, played Peabody. Fucking st- very nice. spectacular. I mean, it's just it just is a very strong lineup. I'm going down the Kills. Very, very interesting band. Uh, they're, they're, so. The Kills aren't bad. You know, I just don't like Allison Mossheart because she's wasting so much of Jack White's time with <laughs> the dead weather. <laughs> that's, that's your celebrity <laughs> vendetta. I have a fucking <laughs> argument for every band that you're going to bring. It's, I know, yeah. <laughs> He's, he's been no, the, the kills are the kills are cool. Okay, you got me on the kills. The kills are a good band. Uh, you got Vince Staples, who uh, probably my favorite brand new hip hop guy. So Vince Staples, I will say, don't know much of him. Oh, you got it. You got to dig my in. Fault. That's not Vince Staples' fault. That's my fault. But again, it's not someone that's going to bring me to the festival. Uh, that, that's your own fault. But man. I know that he's, he's making he's, huge waves. He's headlining places now. I mean, he's headlining Pygmalion, yeah. which is a Festival that's had some really cool headliners recently. So they had Run the Jewels. I mean, for run the Jewels yeah, was, their, was their hip hop. Was a uh, rumored fucking Lou Fest group too. Uh, I think that's probably what. At the end of the day, it doesn't matter who the fuck is playing this. I'm, you just want to run I, the jewels. I, I wanted to run the jewels. I just that wanted, was the whole point for me. I just uh, wanted to run the jewels and or Ryan Adams. Yeah. Yeah. Could have been there yeah. with me at yeah. Million last year. <sighs> I know. Yeah. Especially like Run the Jewels has to come back here. Run the Jewels had a huge is a huge. They had a huge moment with St. Louis. Yeah. But playing that show the night that the Michael Brown verdict was read during the fucking show. Yeah, right. And Killer Mike breaking down into tears on stage and then fucking them going and doing, and yeah, you know. And, and you know they wanted to get back here because they yeah. strongly acknowledged that when they played yeah. Champaign, Illinois, a good three-hour drive away. Right. Yeah. And and they bring the bring guys from St. Louis and they're like, you know, they brought Tef Poe that was yep. kind of the head of that hip, that, that movement here. Mm-hmm. While also in the hip hop industry, yeah, and and they brought him out. They let him speak there about it, and it, you know, so it's something that they, you know, were really embracing. Yeah, and um, yet, you know, they'll, get, they'll come back yet. at some point. Yeah. I'm, I'm guessing that I'm guessing that they're not playing anything right now because well, they, they, they play J three. They yeah. do a lot of uh, they do a lot of little one offs. One offs, yeah. Like or, or go, you know, play. You know, they'll play this festival out here. But they're not doing. They're not playing a lot of festivals. Yeah. They played Coachella and that's about it. They're not on. I think that they're trying to get Run the they're Jewels three really, finished. Yeah, well, yeah, I, I think they're. And, yeah. and Mike's got an album coming out too. Mike's got a, a follow up to rap music coming out. Oh, that's out. cool. Oh, nice. Um, I think there's a single out for it. Oh, I'm pretty sure right now. Okay. Um, also, Mike is going to be doing the Dungeon Family tour. Oh yeah, you were telling me about that. So Mike, Big Boy, Sleepy Brown. Um, I think I don't know if Janelle Monae is in it, but like anybody who was down with Dungeon Family back in the day. Uh, I think that Goody Mob is on it, on that tour too. I want to say, um, Dungeon cool. Family. If you don't know what Dungeon Family is, is uh, this this sect of Atlanta hip hop began with these brothers who, uh, I think they were brothers. Maybe they're just friends, but they were a production duo, and the only place they had to set their studio up was in their mother's or grandmother's dirt floor basement. And that's where the first few Outcast albums were made, and Goody Mob, and Sleepy Brown's albums, and Killer Mike's, right. like, and his, and like, that's why they call refer to those guys as the Dungeon Family because they referred to that studio as the Dungeon. They were on MTV back in the day. They went to, into this fucking dirt floor basement, yeah. showed you where fucking Aquim and I came from. That's like awesome. these dudes were putting out AT aliens in a fucking dirt floor <laughs> basement. There's now. Uh, 
there, th- those guys were called Organized Noise, and there's actually a documentary about all this on Netflix right now, oh, okay. which is really cool. Cool, you guys should check it out. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, um, Goody Mob, which is where CeeLo came from. Right. You know, CeeLo's been around for quite a long time before he was ever fuck you. Right. <laughs> right. I mean, specifically for me, Spodiote Dopalicious by <laughs> Outkast when he's in the background of that song. Was, anyway, um, but that's I, I, I'm ready for Run the Jewels three. I'm yeah. excited oh, absolutely. for it. Fuck. And it's I think it's getting close. Yeah. What they're saying. I've also uh, heard that they are going to expand on the record store day release last year, which was the headset. Oh right. And that the album is going to have. 360 videos for every song eventually. Oh, fuck. That you can watch all through a viewer. That's so cool. Yeah. I really think that more people need to do that. Like, Coachella did that for the second weekend. Right. This year, they did a live stream. They had a 360 camera in the crowd, and they did it through YouTube. So if you had a a 360 viewer, you could just put it on and be in the crowd and look around. Mm. And there's a band playing. That's fucking great. All in real time. You can just sit there and look around, look at the sky, look behind you. That's so cool. And, like, watch whoever was playing. Yeah. And, like... To me, like I feel like Fish will do that next. Totally, because no one, no matter what you think about Fish as a band, no one, no one has been on the internet better. Fish, Fish, like they're they're Fish Net is one or Fish and Fish Net is or one of two of the oldest websites on the fucking internet. <laughs> like this fan base jumped on this shit and started message boarding and shit when it was dialing. They up had to, to get people. to know yes. each other. <laughs> Absolutely, and the so like they're the band that. Every show is downloadable the next day. Right. Every fucking show. <laughs> if they play in Mexico, if they play at a fucking festival, it doesn't matter where they play. The next day, nine ninety five, you can buy the show. They web stream. They're web streaming right now. We could be watching fish right now. They're <laughs> back all weekend. Right. No one has embraced the internet that well. They're managed by the same people that manage Dave Matthews' band. Dave Matthews' band can't get their shit together. <laughs> like on that, just knowing how big of a fan my wife is, she. Just, I was just like, why don't they? Why are they not releasing their shows live? Like, right. they do archival releases a couple a year, and it's like, they could be making a fuckload of money. They have a fuckload of people following them. They don't re- they don't stream their shows online. You can't go watch mm. a Dave show. <laughs> they don't have the money for a camera crew? Right. They're the biggest <laughs> touring act in the history of music. <laughs> Why is it that this fucking... Uh, very, very niched jam band that fucking... A lot of people fucking hate are right. abo- way above the curve on this shit, way ahead of everything. I don't know why more bands don't do it. Yeah, I agree. Springsteen is Springsteen is pretty well on it. Pearl Jam is pretty well on that. Yeah, like on that uh, Nugs.net app, there's 398 Pearl Jam shows. Oh fuck! That date back way back. Whoa. They used to sell them as a. They had like a bootleg series, and you could buy the CDs, and it looked like they were in paper <laughs> cases, but it was at the at the regular stores right. and stuff. That's pretty great. Um so l- fuck Lufest. Let's <laughs> let's just let's just <laughs> let's talk about what you've been listening to lately, Andy. What what's uh and I don't have we don't have we're outside so we don't have the stereo hooked up to the thing, so we really can't preview any of it that well. But um, our listeners know how to use the internet and sure look do. things up. We can play my phone through my mic a little bit if we have to, but what have you been what have you been jamming on? Um I really like uh this um band or this album I can't I think the name of the album at the moment, but it's a uh, by this band called Car Seat Headrest. I don't know That's if a heard name that I've seen on Pitchfork and stuff. I, yep. I don't know what they sound like. So um, Car well, Seat it's, Headrest. It's, it's really interesting. The guy. It's basically a band, but it's um, almost a solo act. With you know, now that he's gotten a little bigger. He's uh, got. Well, he's always gone by Car Seat Headrest. But yes. he's, got, he's now he's got a band around him. A lot mm-hmm. of his early stuff was solo, but he's one of those guys that used the crap out of uh, uh, 
Bandcamp. Oh, okay. So okay. literally, I mean, I think he's maybe 21, 22 years old right now. He's got like 11, 12 albums up on Bandcamp. Oh. But so he finally on ended up. On Spotify, he has seven. Seven. Mm-hmm. And that, mm-hmm. I mean. In, in three years. Right. Shit. <laughs> but yeah. one, so what he did last prolific. year yeah. was he he, uh, he kind of consolidated all that and all that material and put out this first, like, actually released, you know, with the label and everything. Right. Is that Teens of Style? Yeah, October and the new and, that, and now the uh, now the new album is Teens, Teens of, of Denial. Denial. Yes. Is, the, is his first true, all brand new material type thing, and it's it's really interesting. He's because uh, um, I've listened to a little bit of that Bandcamp stuff, and he's he's kind of um, grown, you know, obviously over that time. Um, but not, he he gives me this Lou Reed all over the place feel. It's kind of interesting. I don't know uh, if you want to play a track. His on that. big song on on uh, Spotify is called Fill in the Blank. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna play that one. Um, here we go. It's like I said through my phone. So, oh, this is okay. So this is the first song uh, on the album. There's a little bit of talking. I thought my going neighbor on. was yelling at us for a second. I can I can see I, to me it's it's a Lou Reed by way of Cobain. Yeah, yeah. In, in a I mean ways. it's it's a little. I mean chill it, that's yeah, one chill of the yeah out a little bit there. Yeah. That was a really loud yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a little close to the mic. I'm usually too far away. A, yeah, no, it's like it's like a, a, a super fuzzy real Lou Reed. Sure, and and it's it's not always that fuzzy the album and stuff. Right. It just kind of moves around more towards you know lighter you know you know velvet uh, underground type stuff okay. you know, definitely stuff, so. interested this but um curious. i love the velvet underground by the way loaded yeah. is one of my favorite albums of all time it's great that's yeah. a fuck anyway good one um so i want to hear what this song sounds like just because of the name destroyed by hippie powers <laughs> To me, that sounds like something that was very influenced by like quirky '90s rock. Yeah, definitely. Or very has some strokes to it. Yeah, also yeah. I mean, this, the sound is is definitely more and into gonna, the '90s rock. I, I'm, I'm gonna say about a his, band. Like, vocal I'm gonna say approach. a band that uh, uh, is really poppy that I'm gonna compare him to, but early Weezer. Yeah, I was kind of thinking Weezer. Yeah, Pinkerton era kind of Weezer. Yeah. Well, that's cool. I so like car, that. car seat headrest, definitely one for people to check out for sure. Um, what else you got, man? What um, else has been? What else has been? You guys know uh, Blood Orange? I've heard the new mm-hmm. Blood Orange album is fucking incredible. Hmm. I mean, it's it's really new. I mean, he's dropped it. It was supposed to come out today. It came out a couple days ago. Yeah, I, I read um, like people already like falling fucking over themselves like 
genius shit. No like shit. super genius. Yeah, this yeah. this guy's saving R and B, I think. Yeah. In, in 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 a way. I mean it's different. Yeah. Um I didn't know it was R and B. I'd call it R and B. Okay. Like uh like yeah. I just it to me like and this is my own brain, like I don't think uh, I just don't think something like that gets covered on Pitchfork. That's why. I was, but uh, but I guess Pitchfork well, really has expanded what they cover in a lot no, of ways. Pitchfork covers everything. They used I mean, to it, really just cover uh, indie rock, you know, mm-hmm. and then it really expanded into indie hip hop, especially with Odd Future. Odd Future really blew Pit- Pitchfork open to what they would cover. I feel like, and because like when I first started reading Pitchfork like ten years ago, it was like. Pitchfork. We listened to these bands before you heard about them. We listened to Emeralds when they were playing basements. Like it's it's stuff no, like. No, because I mean they they uh, they are the ones they're the ones that I think kind of helped break uh, uh, Lord with a huge review. You yeah, know? I mean, th- but that's later. On. I'm talking like mid early 2000s. You know, like when I first started reading, it was definitely like. Well, no, that's what I'm saying. Indie rock, and they've grown. I feel like yeah, they. I feel like they've grown into what they cover you know mm-hmm. they're they love run the jewels they love kanye west well not as much as consequence of sound <laughs> consequence of sound should start uh, pronouncing should start writing should start uh spelling it k-a-n <laughs> consequence of sound like kanye because they love kanye they yeah. love arcade fire if arcade if the guys from arcade fire shit they're gonna <laughs> cover it like win butler from arcade fire having a bad tummy day <laughs> Not doing so well. Or we Radiohead. get lots of stories about him playing basketball. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Tom York got a sandwich today. <laughs> there's a lot of fucking stories on consequences. Yeah, that shit's like, Guys, there's other bands doing things besides Kanye and Radiohead and Arcade Fire. Um, I don't know. Although Radiohead is doing yeah. things right now. Fuck yeah. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, not going down. <laughs> that not, new album's fucking great. It is. We've talked about it before and played yeah. some of it, but it's man. What's your favorite what's your favorite track on the album? Oh, um God, I'm a daydreaming man. I think I, I really I always love the staunch uh York with a piano songs, videotape. Sure. Um so I I really dig that one. But uh go ahead. Uh, I I you remember I I don't remember song titles. Oh. Um <laughs> track nine's great, the <laughs> final track. Okay. Um uh, what's that one called? Um, uh, let me. Pull, I'm sorry. I'm trying to pull my music up here, no and I don't know if I even have it. Well, stupid! You're looking in your music and not on Spotify where it's at. <laughs> um, oh wow! Maxwell <laughs> finally put out the second part of his bl- uh, Black Summer's. Oh uh, yeah, that's been that's been. I bought the first part of that for Jalen when we first started like, dating. I feel like yeah, yeah, like eight years ago. Is that right? Yeah, probably. Seven at least. or eight years ago? Wow. She's going to be excited to know that's out. <laughs> um, I know this is way off of what we're talking about, but I just went by it on Spotify. And I'm going to I'm gonna say right now that for me, Bored to Death, song of the year. Halfway through the year, we're starting July. Bored to Death, new Blink-182 song. <laughs> uh-huh. Song of the fucking year. Song of the fucking year. The whole year, yeah. So far, <laughs> I love it. It's I listen great. to it so many times every I day. I honestly don't think I've heard it. So it's I'm so good. It's so Blink-182. It's like what Blink-182 growing up should have sounded like yeah. instead of this fucking sad, sad stuff. Sack, yeah. It's still fun and stuff, but it's not. And there's even like, I like that uh, even though it's a song, it's like, I like the bands. And Blink-182 is that band that can always capture what it's like to be, no matter how old they are, their music, you're 17. Right. You just met this girl. You and your friends are punks. You're having fun. You don't have a fucking care in the world. People don't take you seriously. They think you're a fucking 
silly bastard. You know, like, so even in this song, Bored to Death, where it's like, more serious and there's more like imagery and in, in the lyrics is, instead of just like your dad's a sodomist the state looks down sodomy shit like that you know like <laughs> but even in the middle of that there's a lyric where he says uh i'm trying to think uh she says uh, all her friends are begging me to come over so i come over and over and over <laughs> And like, but it's in a serious moment. But he sticks that little bit in there. And you're like, don't forget, bitch. We're Blink 182. Right. We're still talking about dicks and farts and shit. Um, but yeah, I love it. I think it's fucking tremendous, Andy. And I, I'll play a little bit right here. But I feel like you really deserve uh, a very high definition. I bought. The, I got the flack of it. Yeah. Oh fuck yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. That's I like a, a nicely matured Blink One Eighty Two. It right? really is. Yeah. It's like really where they should be. Yeah. So I'm Ian and I are gonna see them this summer. I'm super fucking Fuck excited. Yeah. I can't fucking wait. It's gonna fucking rule. For some reason, I never like whenever all this music happened, like the pop punk movement. I didn't give a fuck about that kind of music. Yeah. I listened to fucking Wu Tang Clan. <laughs> And corn, <laughs> like it was either heavy metal music, right. Coal Chamber, Fear Factory, right. Seven Dust, shit like that, or it was like Biggie, <laughs> Tupac, maybe the Insane Clown Posse, right? But like I didn't listen to this fucking to Good Charlotte, right? And the All American no. Rejects. Well, see, all that and stuff shit is like, like that. it's that, that shit, thing that we talked three about. Three months where ago, that's all I listened to. It's all I fucking <laughs> listen to right now. I listened to 1985 by <laughs> Bowling for Soup every oh, fucking for day. Soup fucking rules. Oh, but, you know that's God. one of those things like you talk about when you put like Good Charlotte and them up against like Blink 182. It's that idea where a band became a genre. Where yeah. Blink 182 came out of this thing where they're not fucking punk. They're not. You're not really afraid of these guys. They're not going to beat you up in a parking lot if you call yeah. them a faggot. You know they're right. they're going to fucking laugh at you and they're, they're going to skate a can off. At you and and run. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, and it's more fun than punk rock is, but it has that that I've same compared basic them to the chord monkeys. progression. They're very much like the monkeys. He has like a punk. The comedy monkeys. was more important than the music. Definitely. You know, and then I feel like bands like Good Charlotte tried to do what Blink-182 right. did. They just were purposefully being what Blink-182 just naturally was. They were a couple of Blink fucking goofballs. turned out formulaic. Yeah. yeah, exactly. They're not just about the music, though. And, and I don't know how it's going to work now with Tom not in the band. Because Tom's been replaced by the front man for Alkaline Trio. Right. Mm-hmm. That Mark Skiba, or Mike Skiba, something yeah, like that. So it's got, it's um, a, yeah, but it's like... like that. <laughs> 
it's not just about the like. There's many things that why Blink One Eight Two got as big as they did. They had great pop punk songs. Mm-hmm. They were very catchy. They were very catchy pop songs. They were very fast. They and had, they came at a time. They came at a time. They had Travis. They had Travis Barker, that one of the most entertaining drummers that what you could ever like. In a way, he would work with hip hop people and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And like just, there's so many people that listen to different things that know who the fuck he is. Yeah, he's not as good a drummer as fucking Danny Carey. Right. But more people know who he is. And within the genre of music that he's playing, he's the best fucking thing out yeah. there like and beyond that and what we don't think about a lot of times in my i don't think we think about it is like what really drew it together was tom and mark are fucking hilarious yeah they're stand-up comedians <laughs> with guitars right their live album is fucking incredible <laughs> the one that came out in 2000 yeah that right when the enema of the state came out it was the enema the enema strikes back <laughs> the tom mark and travis show it's so funny. Yeah. The jokes when they just the little things that there's like there's a running thing where like a song will end, you know, and like the last notes will hit out and like all of a sudden Tom will be like, Hey Mark, hey Mark and he'll start talking to him like, I think that all drugs should come in salve form and you have to put it on your balls. <laughs> like if you have a cold you have to put something on your balls. Like he keeps coming up with different stuff. And then at one point he does Hey Mark, hey Mark and he's like, God damn it, everybody Hey Mark, hey Mark. He's like he's like, that's all you do. Every show is just hey Mark, hey Mark, hey Mark. <laughs> but they have all these little joke songs throughout of it, you right. know, like take off your pants, Dad. <laughs> your penis is the biggest peen my butt's ever had. You know, that song's called Family Reunion. Right. It's only like a few seconds long, you know, and there's like what else are the, some of those songs on there? There's a uh, blowjob. Yeah. It would be nice <laughs> to have a blowjob. It would be nice <laughs> to have a blowjob from your mom. Just those little <laughs> short songs in between them. Like, if you think about it, it's genius kind of. It's theater and yeah. comedy. Well, they were genuinely pals, too. Yeah. So they just were fucking dudes having fun. There's that a had a good sense live of album. Humor. He's like, fuck. When Tom's talking, he's like, fuck, Mark, Travis, you guys mean a lot to me, man. Like, when he just starts <laughs> fucking talking to me, he's like, he's like, it's very, like, and I didn't realize that I didn't like because I didn't like it at the time. But I like anything that sounds like it would be in American Pie. <laughs> I like any music that sounds like it would be in American Pie. Yes. <laughs> so I've been listening to this pop punk sound sound uh, mix I made on Spotify <laughs> that I know is going to come up on my end of the year thing. Yeah. Like, what was your end of the year stuff on Spotify last year? Do you remember like what your big things were? Mine were the Empire soundtrack <laughs> and John Mayer. I didn't have a great year on Spotify. Uh, no, my uh, Vince Staples was like my number one last but year. You're, you're fucking too cool. <laughs> You cool. hip son of a bitch. I'm over here like, what was your best look? Um, Counting Crows. Like, <laughs> I love the Counting Crows. You can fuck off. Andy does too, so it doesn't yep. matter. Crows yeah, we'll we'll uh, hold fort for the Counting Crows. Let me you ask can you fight this. us. Favorite Counting Crows song that no one knows? That no one knows? Yeah. Uh, St. Robinson and his Cadillac Dream, mm-hmm. I believe. Probably. Yeah, that was pretty good. I'd probably go with Amy Hit the Atmosphere. Ooh. I'm a big fan of Amy Hit the Atmosphere. Um, I really the show. And then that I anything in the back half of August and everything after. Yeah. Oh yeah. Nobody knows. Uh, Raining in Baltimore, <sighs> which people, I guess, other people don't know. I, I can't. I don't think of that as like I a just, less known. It's rain. It's raining in Baltimore. <laughs> um. Yeah. Fuck, man. There's so much stuff. I really love Sullivan Street. Yeah. I really love that song. Although they do play that one live. That is. Mm-hmm. A, they the like sh- to blend that one in. With the show that I have, they open with it. Oh. Um. The show that I've got on my phone. It's from Austin. They open with. Uh, with Sullivan Street, which is pretty fucking cool. I fucking love The Counting Crows. Yeah. <laughs> I fucking love Adam Duritz. I think that dude is one of the greatest writers in the history of lyrics. Agreed. 
Like, like I feel like whenever he says, I want to be Bob Dylan, it's just like you're almost there. <laughs> you, go, you almost got there, dude. He's and it, and he's honest. That's that's yeah. what he wanted to be. I mean, yeah. It's just like there's, he's one of the only people I think is better than you. <laughs> <laughs> all in all honesty, you did a fucking great job, Adam. Uh, yeah, but uh, so who are, who are you seeing that you're looking forward to this year? Anybody? I'm, I'm trying to think. Uh, Besides the Counting Crows. Sure. Um, what shows are coming up? I mean, you got... I don't actually have tickets to it yet. I hopefully I can still get it. But the Wilco show. Oh uh, yeah, Wilco. Yeah. Are there Peabody? Yeah. Okay. No, Fox. Fox. Okay. They're at Fox. Um, you know, Kurt Vile's coming back. In I saw that. He's a August. pageant, right? Yeah, pageant. Yeah. Um, trying to think what else I've got. I want to see future. that Violent Femme show. Yeah, sold that's out. interesting. It sold out I like, know. like yeah, sold out super quick. fast. That new album's good. Yeah, I don't. I, I I'm not a. I don't know a lot of Violent Femmes besides the, you know the. I know three songs. Oh right, the first three songs. <laughs> <laughs> I know Blister in the Sun. Right. I know Fuck Off or whatever it is. Kiss Off yeah. and uh, Gone Daddy Gone. Yeah, I know those three. The songs. three. Yeah. I like those three songs. Yeah. Um, I fucking love the Violent. Femmes. Anybody else you're thinking about going to? We Ian and I have recently, <laughs> specifically me, has uh, really <laughs> made done well off of this oh, Ticketmaster yeah. settlement. Riding got, coattails like a motherfucker. I got. I've so far bought six sets of tickets. I got two sets of tickets for Counting Crows. So Girls. we ha- and I'm gonna get more because we're gonna bring eight people that. Uh, Ian and I are also gonna see Blink 182 this summer with the All American Rejects. Uh, we are also gonna see Slipknot and Marilyn Manson. Yeah. Which this will be the first time I saw Slipknot in 17 years. I saw them in 19 in the 1900s in 1999. Oh, shit. Yeah. I saw them in 04. Which is going to be crazy because when I saw them in 1999, they were a side. They were on the second stage. They, they were, were a nobody band. Big, Their yeah. album had just came out, and now they have one of the Fuck. biggest stage shows in yeah. music. I'm excited to see that. Like, cause I saw them. God, it would have been right before Iowa came out. Okay. So they were, I mean, they still weren't, like, they weren't huge. I mean, yeah. even fucking Iowa kind of blew them up, but, like. I bought the first album the week before I saw them. That's awesome. It, was, it, it, it had come out <laughs> like recently. Just fresh. It was that yeah, summer, that's yeah. That's fucking awesome. And that Manson, first album is so you know, good. You, you got to see Marilyn Manson yeah. at some point in your life. He's got a hell of a stage show. I just, like, if I could just text him and just be like, hey, dude, for this St. Louis show, nothing past Mechanical Animals. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just play those early. Sh- yeah, play. please. If you want to come don't. out and play Mechanical Animals in its entirety, now totally cool great. with that. Yeah. 100%. I used to mow the lawn I was to not that. a fan of that last album. Yeah. I used to mow the lawn to Mechanical Animals. I mowed yeah. the lawn to uh, that second Seven Dust album. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Who else are we seeing? Prophets of Rage. Oh, yeah. That would be interesting. Um, I can get you a ticket to that if you want to go. I, it I was still available. Date. I'll see. Um, it's in. It's later on. But, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to see that. Yeah, I, I love Rage. I've seen Rage. I love Cypress Hill. I've seen Cypress Hill. I've loved now, now, have they Enemy. released anything together? Is there an actual album or anything? No. Or is it just them playing they, each other's stuff? stuff they, like, yeah. And they have two originals okay. that they do live so far. Cool. So they, they play mostly Rage songs. Um, and then some Cypress Hill and some Public Enemy, specifically the Public Enemy song "Prophets of Rage," <laughs> right? <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and fight sense. the power and you right. know the more you know the political stuff, and then like it, it, the stuff I've seen looks fun. Yeah, I mean it's It'd cool. Show, the thing yeah. is, like, and people get so pissy and up in arms about stuff, but it's like. Rage Against the Machine is four people. Yeah. And the guy who sings the songs doesn't want to do Rage Against the Machine. It's, yeah. And the other guys are tired of doing other shit. They're proud of these fucking songs, and they want to go out and play them. They right. Wanna, they've built this fucking catalog of music that they think is important. Right. And they want to go out and play it. So fuck off. Let them, if they want to get two of the greatest MCs of all time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, exactly. if, if you don't want to go, don't go. Don't yeah. go. 
But don't get don't get fucking shitty on the internet. This is I thought this was gonna be a rage against the machine. Well, it's not. Right. But we're gonna get to see those songs live. The yeah, best exactly. we're gonna get to see them. I yeah. mean, you gotta take what you can get. Don't get mad at these guys for going out and doing this project. Get mad at Zach for not wanting to be. He's, right. Yeah. He's starting to become Robert Plant. <laughs> yeah. Where he's part of one of the greatest bands of all time and won't go do it. Right. Robert Plant. <laughs> Put out another shitty album with Allison Krauss, how about, dude, and go tour it around instead of fucking playing, being, guess what? You were the front man for arguably the greatest rock band of all time. (laughs) Right. The other two guys that are alive in your band would love to go play with you. They would be totally cool with that. Can you do it? Yeah, it just seems more like that, like, bratty kid thing. Like, I don't want to play with you guys. "Mm." Will you just do one year of festival circuit? I'll play with my legs. Just headline all the major festivals. Headline Glastonbury, Bonnaroo, Lala. Coachella, Austin City Limits, right. and let everybody see you guys, and then no one will fucking bother you anymore. <laughs> right. It'll be It'll 30 be it. years. It'll be the next generation yeah. before they bother you. And you'll then, be dead. Like, you'll be dead. <laughs> It'll so be good. fuck yeah. off. Jesus Christ. I wish that Robert Plant would have the spirit and heart of McCartney. <laughs> right. Yeah, right. You know For real. I mean? McCartney's going to play these Beatles songs till the fucking day he can't. Yeah, exactly. And he, and he seems to have more fun on stage than fucking anybody I've ever right? seen live. I've never seen him live, but watching, watching streams stuff, and stuff, yeah. it's just like, this dude's having a blast yeah. still. He still loves to play Get Back. Right. He doesn't. He ain't tired of it. <laughs> All right. Well, what else are we seeing? We're seeing 311 next week. Yeah. Yeah. That uh, Point Fest. Three, right? Way back Point Fest. 311. 311 Eve, Eve Six. Wow. Ant Farm. Candlebox. Eve Six are, are an underrated band. From yeah, that they time. are. I love, I love Eve yeah. Six. I love Eve Six. Yeah, definitely. Specifically the song Anytime, which is not on their <laughs> albums. It's only on the Out Cold soundtrack, and it's their <laughs> best song. And it's fucking outstanding. <laughs> It'll be the song that we write out to today at the end of this episode. Yeah. <laughs> I'll edit it in there because it's that good. Fuck yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm going to get to see uh, Future Islands, who's headlining. Nice. Big oh, Millie. Right. Yeah. We're going to go see Future and Drake. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know what I do want to go see? I wanted, 20 years ago, well, 19 years ago, I went to a concert. And almost the exact same concert is happening this year. It was the first concert I went to without my parents. Ooh. I was 17. <laughs> And I went to the Puff Daddy and the Family World Tour 97, <laughs> and they're redoing it. What? Puffy, Mace, The Locks, 112, Faith Evans, Lil' Kim, Total, anybody who was on Bad Boy back then. They're doing the Bad <laughs> they Boy They haven't tour. been doing much lately. <laughs> and, uh, they needed some work. They're doing it. Well, it's the they're, he's putting No Way Out 2 out. He's releasing a new album with oh, everybody. Uh, the Locks, man. The Locks haven't been together. It's a long story. We don't have time to talk about how they, <laughs> they couldn't be the group that they were because they didn't have the rights to their own name. Oh, fuck. They had to change their name to D-Block, and it's a long story. So, like, I'm excited. Yeah. But although I'm also used to be able to brag that I got to see the Locks, and people were like, wow, that's right. fucking impressive. <laughs> and now they're going to do another tour, and, like, a lot of people are going to get to see them. Yeah, it's going to kind of take Kansas the edge City, off of that. I kind of want to go to that. Yeah? Yeah. That'd be I fun. Know, thinking about it. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, hope you guys have enjoyed our episode. Yeah, this was fun. We will be back next week with a preacher cast. Yes. Um, and we're going to start doing little live remotes from these shows that yeah. we've talked about going to. So, hopefully, we'll someone will talk to us in the parking lot. <laughs> right. Because we can set everything up mobily. <laughs> have so like a legitimate gonna, fucking... Yeah. How, how do you do? And what else? We're doing Blink-182, Prophets of Rage, Slipknot and Marilyn Manson, Counting Crows, and Wayback Point. Wayback Point, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so we got yeah. some good shows. I sold awesome. my Ray LaMontagne tickets. Ooh. Yeah, my wife doesn't care much for the new album. I like it. It's a little too little too trippy for her, I yeah. think. I think she was wanting more troubadour right. love songs, and she got 
in my Pink Floyd own in the 60s. Way. In the fucking yeah, San like, Francisco. Like I said, like someone yeah. sat around and was like, no one does the trippy Beatles music. We right. should try doing that shit. I think it's pretty cool. I do too. Um, also, just a recommendation of someone who listens to a li- lot of fucking live concerts right now. If you can have the chance to go out and catch Dead and Company right now. Oof. It is they are one of the best bands on the fucking road right now. It is the best Dead that has been out since Jerry has died. Mayor is fucking incredible. He and Otel Burbage, the bass player from the Almond Brothers, who's playing with him. I realized that Phil couldn't do it anymore. He just didn't have it anymore because Otel is incredible. The energy is amazing. Yeah. If you like dead music, it is as good as it gets right now. That show we saw was fucking mind blowing. Yeah, and they've only gotten better. Yeah. Oof. And and Joe Russo is almost dead is out there playing some really fucking they're pulling out dead songs that no one plays and doing like if you're a dead fan, there's some I mean, this is the best time since Jerry died to fucking check out some live <laughs> dead. So if you get a chance to see Dead and Company or Joe Russo's Almost Dead, go te- go see him. Get on it. Go see him. Even if you're like, I fucking hate John Mayer, you won't anymore. The, this is, but like I said earlier, this is what he's been the dude, fucking doing. This he, is what he's been building up to forever. He put his this career is exactly on hold. exactly what he needed to be doing. He put his career yeah. on hold. He's like, I'm done yeah. with, with John Mayer albums yeah. for right now. He's, Dead and Company is talking about recording an album. Whoa. He's like, well, I'll go. I don't give a fuck. I'm in the Grateful Dead. <laughs> he's right. like, well, fuck John Mayer. I'm <laughs> yeah. Jerry Garcia. Who the fuck's John Mayer? Yeah, yeah exactly. He's like, I don't give a fuck about your body. Your body's a wonderland. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing Terrapin Station. <laughs> Sweet. Three nights a week, bitch. Right? All right, guys. Well, um, and now I forgot what song I said we were going to roll out to. Little Eve 6? Yeah yeah. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know even where to find it because it's not on anything. <laughs> I guess just uh, probably fucking YouTube. <laughs> it's not on Spotify. Really? Yeah. There's a lot of soundtracks that aren't on there. Yeah. People just make the playlists of them, but yeah, sometimes there are songs like that only released on the yeah, so. soundtrack. Who knows? Um, but that's it. So uh, thanks a lot for listening, guys. Thanks. Yeah. Sorry about the long uh, delay, but we'll be back. Yeah, we, more we're, we're always here. Yeah. Oh, God, it started before oh, I even got to the fucking oh, end shit. of the episode. You son of oh, a bitch and fucking phone. What's happening? <laughs> Fuck. Okay. I fucked this up. Let's do this episode over yeah, again. Yeah, we got to yep. start from the okay. scratch. <laughs> from the scratch. Okay, from the <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Now we have to after that flub, <laughs> Egon. Well, damn it! Now I can get some more Lufthwaist undercard in. All I, all I can, yeah. all I can really do is step down now. <laughs> oh no! Something happened. I lost the video. Oh God! <laughs> there it is. Okay. Um, yeah. So thanks a lot for listening, Andy. Thanks for coming on and yeah, talking man. to always, us again. Always happy to love you guys. Freshly baked train wreck. Freshly baked train wreck. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so that's it. So for Ian Maxwell, I'm Josh Custer. And for Josh Custer, I'm Ian Maxwell. Saying, enjoy Enjoy your your boils. boils. Gonna get in the car with a smile and the burn that I put on my arm the day you went away, girl. And I probably won't come back around again. To the county line line Forgetting to forget that you're not mine